Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 43 of the Worth More podcast. I'm your host, Cami Blease, and currently recording this episode in my bedroom because TJ is working from home and he has commandeered the guest bedroom slash office, so I am just cozied up in our bedroom recording, wearing a new little workout outfit that I got from Forever 21 when I was just happened to be walking by, and I love it because it was all like, you know, $25 total or something, and I feel pretty darn cute, so that's kind of a win-win. How am I feeling worth more? Boom. I saved money, and I feel great. (laughs) Just kidding sort of. But anyways, I'm excited to be chatting with y'all today, talking food, healthy swaps, how you can get more nutrients into your diet, while also still enjoying the things that you love, while still eating things that make you happy and not eating things that you feel kind of expected to or forced to just because it's the healthier version. So we're really going to break down food swaps today, kind of dig in on when you should, when you shouldn't, and I will share a few of my favorite swaps with you just in case you're interested in trying some out. Um, But of course, how am I really feeling worth more? I mean, saving money on my workout outfit was actually really nice, but it's been interesting. So I think as most of you are women, I'll just end up going with it. I'm currently on my period. Let's just get a, you know, woo woo, I feel ya sister. But the thing that I've really started to notice as I've been tuning more and more into my body is how my hormones affect my hunger and my sleepiness and my moods and all these things. And, you know, it's kind of this hilarious thing where this is something that happens literally every month and then somehow I'm like always shocked when I'm like, why do I feel so sad? Why do I feel so hungry? And I'm trying to pay more and more attention to when those things occur and you know, just learning about my body. And I do think that that is something that has been really interesting. But one of the things that I've noticed lately is that I have been so hungry. And I noticed this the other night when Tej and I ordered pizza and like the real pizza, the real bread, the real cheese, like no skimping y'all, like don't give me any sort of like healthy credit. This was just like straight up great pizza from one of our favorite places in LA. Normally, I only eat half the pizza, and that's totally fine. That's what typically fills me up, and I feel very content doing that. I don't feel restricted, and I don't feel overstuffed. I feel very content. However, this last week, Sister Mom ate the whole pizza. And it was funny because I kind of got to halfway, and I was like, "Mm, I'm still hungry. I'm going to have another piece. So I had another piece, and then I was like, "Mm, I'm still hungry. I'm going to have another piece. And lo and behold, finished the whole pizza and was like, okay, now I feel satisfied. And it was this kind of interesting moment where I think, you know, those old little like past gremlins of mine, you know, of judgment and diet shame or whatever would be like, I can't believe you just did that. Like you've been working a ton and not working out as much as you used to. Like you just came off of the crazy holidays. Like how could you eat a whole pizza? But instead, as those thoughts kind of wanted to surface, I was able to acknowledge, like, I was listening to my body. This T 
tasted really good, this felt really good. This is not an every night type of thing either. I have very much so have a good balance that I have found within my food and variety of food. And I was kind of able to sort of step back from a situation where I think it could have created a lot of guilt or shame and then could have created a, a situation where the next day I was like, okay, now I have to be really good because last night I ate a whole pizza. And instead it was just like, yep, that happened. That was the food I ate for dinner. Not a big deal. And really able to kind of shift out of this idea that somehow like what I ate for dinner denoted what I was allowed to eat tomorrow or what I was allowed to do for the rest of the week. And that is something that I think a lot of people who are really stuck in kind of this like fixation of weight loss or this very fixated diet idea struggle to do. And it was freeing, I will 100% admit, of course those thoughts initially popped into my head. That's what I've been programmed to think for most of my life. But I've also more recently been training myself to challenge those thoughts and say, okay, like I was genuinely hungry. Like, well, there should be nothing wrong with me eating if that's the case. And if I'm, you know, doing it from that type of place. But it also made me acknowledge how differently my body can be throughout the month because at this point in the month, I was very hungry. Whereas like most of the time I've eaten the pizza, I haven't eaten the whole thing. So I think I just noticed that and thought it was kind of intriguing to parallel that with like, wow, bodies are crazy. And there's so much going on that sometimes I don't even really think we fully understand. But once you start paying attention, you'll start to see these patterns. You'll start to see these things kind of occur and you're like, wow, that makes so much sense like that I'm feeling this way or that my hunger is this way or my sleepiness or my sleeping pattern is this way. And that has been really, really cool for me. So. I was really proud of myself for kind of overcoming that, especially during a time where I was prone to be much more emotional and sensitive as well, that I was able to be, no, Cammy, you are worth eating whatever you dang well please, enjoy it, you do you. So that's how I was feeling worth more. I hope that you experienced a worth more moment this week. It's kind of funny as I try and come up with these, I'm like, I know that there are ways that I felt that way, but sometimes it's harder than others to really like think about it and boil down some good examples for y'all. So I would love to know like, if there are ways that you are specifically feeling worth more. I would love to share that with my community, with my audience, just because I think also sometimes it's nice to get other ideas from other people. I'd love to give you a shout out on this podcast. So if you have something that has made you feel like worth more over the last few weeks, over the last few months, whatever that's been, just DM me on Instagram, send it to my email, which is just hello at cammybleese.com. You can send it through the contact page on my website. I would just love to know how you're feeling worth more. I would love to share that on one of my podcast episodes and give you a little shout out and also celebrate you and cheer you on. So make sure you do that right now. Just go and send me how you're feeling more worthy because that's amazing and you deserve to think of those things too. And if you're struggling to think of those things, then maybe take an actionable step today in a way that is showing you you're worthy and showing that to yourself. So that is my whole little worth more spiel. (laughs) I cannot wait to get into this episode. So let's hear a quick note about our sponsor and we will get started. So I want to talk about healthy swaps because I think that this can go either direction, right? 
And I don't know necessarily the types of people that you follow on Instagram or the types of articles that you find yourself reading, but I read articles from both camps, right? I definitely have read my fair share of like healthy swaps to lose weight and feel your best and change your life and blah, blah, blah. And I've also read really compelling articles that kind of talk about the fact that all of these swaps are essentially, you know, kind of not really the purpose and how we're supposed to be thinking about food and challenging kind of eating something in lieu of what you really want and is that actually mentally productive slash physically productive and you know is that creating a negative relationship towards these foods that should have no morality but be neutral and so on and so forth so there's really two major ideas and I think the thing that I get frustrated about and where I tend to find myself personally and professionally is kind of in the middle between these two camps, right? I, You know that I'm going to tell you that your diet should be full of very healthy and nutritious foods. But you also know that I'm going to tell you to like eat a whole pizza if that's what you felt like. Have the cake, drink the wine, have the fries. Like these are all things that I've pretty much had within the last like week or two. So why would I want to live a life without those things? That is the life I'm choosing to create is a combination of both of those. But we're so often kind of pulled in one direction or the other, right? We want to be fully extreme. So either we are like fully in diet world and committed to losing weight and cutting calories and whatever else, or we are fully committed to like F all this. I'm going to eat what I want, not care, not move, not think about anything. I just am so tired of all of the, you know, pressure and BS that I just can't do it anymore. I have again found myself in both of these camps, which is how I can also say that this middle ground is where the peace is found. It is where I think the most contentment lies because you should take care of your body and you should honor it, but to the detriment of your mental health and your lifestyle and anything else, no, I don't believe that that's the case. And so I really think that that's where I am trying to come from as I approach this topic is I think that there is middle ground to be found. And I think that it more has to do with your intentions behind why you're eating those things in general than it does about what you're eating, period. So if you're kind of confused about what I mean about like, what are you talking about with healthy swaps? Essentially... You are taking a food that most of our culture has deemed unhealthy. We'll use pizza because that's what we're talking about today a lot, it seems. So most people would say, okay, you have this whatever, DiGiorno pizza. You could instead opt to get a pizza or make a pizza that has a whole wheat crust or a cauliflower crust instead of the standard white doughy crust. So you're essentially swapping something that is not as nutrient dense and whatever for something that is more packed with nutrients. And I think that that's why I kind of am on board with healthy swaps because all it's trying to do is get more nutrients into your body. It's just trying to show you different ways that you can think about foods and say, okay, maybe there are some other opportunities. I don't know if you could hear that. There was like a car that just drove by very, very quickly. Like they're speed racing down my street right now. Good Lord. Um, Anyways, the 
thing about swaps is I really feel like the whole focus is like, let's get more nutrients into your diet. Let's make you feel better because you're eating a wider variety of foods. Now, the problem is that a lot of people can kind of go to this extreme where all they can eat is the swap and then they fear the quote quote real version or the original version right i have clients who do this thing called banana ice cream right so you freeze a banana and you mix it with some like cacao powder or whatever and it essentially like makes like a legit kind of chocolate banana ice cream texture and flavor and it's not bad like it is good but it isn't haagen-dazs so then it kind of comes to the question of like when do you swap and when do you eat kind of the original version that you're really craving And that's why I like to go into like, well, why are you wanting that? What's your intention? And what are you really craving at the time? Because there's nothing wrong with either version. But sometimes we can get kind of stuck in like, well, I only eat this way because I don't like any of the healthy swaps. They're all gross. Well, that's not true. There are some that are actually really good. It's just trying different ways to think about them, trying different recipes, opening yourself up to them. There are also some that totally suck and they're not worth eating and don't celebrate this pizza cracker like it's fine but it is not pizza and it really doesn't hit the spot away pizza does but if that's all you're choosing to eat or all the swaps because you're trying to be healthier and healthier and healthier it can be really challenging to learn how to reincorporate the real thing if and when you even hit your goals so as you kind of start to think about it How do you approach healthy swaps? Do you start thinking, do you ever do them? One of the ways that I tend to do them a lot is TJ and I will make this buffalo cauliflower pizza at home. He prefers it to be like a real pizza. I actually really like the cauliflower crust from Trader Joe's. It works for me. I don't mind it at all. I actually think it's quite good. And I still eat normal pizza if and when I feel like it. But at home, when I'm cooking, I tried out the cauliflower crust, found out that I actually kind of liked it, and ended up choosing to do that pretty consistently when I choose to make this pizza at home. But what the next question needs to be is essentially, well, why are you doing that? And I think a lot of people are doing that because they fear the original version oh, that's going to make me gain weight and I'm not, that's the bad version. And if I do that, then I'm going to be judged or I'm going to be, I'm going to feel gross and all these other things. And that isn't a healthy way to approach food, right? We remember every time that we've kind of processed food and talked about food, it is neutral. You are giving it morality. You and our culture are choosing to decide what is considered good and what is considered bad, but it's all neutral. So you can re-decide how you approach things. But if you're choosing to go after swaps or you're choosing to avoid swaps, let's be real, that can be a case as well, out of this kind of fear of the unknown or this shame or this judgment or just kind of honestly, I think, especially when it comes to not wanting to try healthier versions of things, this sort of complacency around your food and choosing to just kind of stick with what you know and stick with what you're doing and stay stuck in certain habits even though you know they're not making you happier, that might be how you approach it. So either extreme is not the answer, right? There are definitely places that you can come to the middle on these things. There's a middle ground to be found. You just have to be open enough to realize that sometimes the cauliflower pizza crust ain't gonna cut it and you need the real thing. 
But there are also times where if you are wanting to add more nutrients into your diet, healthy swaps are a great way to do that. And there's nothing wrong with choosing that option. And it doesn't automatically mean you're trying to lose weight. And it doesn't automatically mean that, you know, you're being good, quote, quote. It just means that you're choosing to try something new, get some different nutrients in your body, and see what you think of this. This is an exploration. We have so many foods out there that we can be trying, that we can be making into other things. And sometimes it totally works. And there's not, there's no need to judge or shame people who do choose to eat that way because sometimes it is really good. And I think that that's what I've noticed is that kind of both sides kind of want to judge the other, right? Like they couldn't possibly believe that cauliflower crust could be good and you must have an eating disorder if that's what you think. Well, that's not true. But it's also not true that that the real pizza is the only answer and it's the only way that it's going to ever make us happy. So when it comes to add, like how you would choose to approach this decision. What I want you to ask yourself is why am I craving this? What am I wanting from this? Why does this sound good? Sometimes it just sounds good, but you're open to a swap version. You're open to something different. And sometimes the only thing that's going to satisfy this craving is the exact thing itself. In this situation, I want to acknowledge because oftentimes people will reach for a swap, you know, the banana chocolate ice cream and it won't cut it so then they reach for something else to try and hit the craving then they reach for something else and then they try and hit the craving and ultimately what would have satisfied the craving and allowed them to probably eat less would have just been eating the thing itself so we can seek after these swaps we can seek after these you know tricks and whatever else in hopes that it will make the cravings go away and all this stuff but you know what makes cravings go away eating the actual foods. And when you train your body and you train your mind that these foods are always going to be available for you, the cravings actually start to dissipate. And I can genuinely say that from experience. I used to be ruled by cravings. And if I could, ha- couldn't get it, I would eat everything in the kitchen trying to satisfy the craving. But now that I allow myself to eat the pizza or have the ice cream or have these other things, I can have a pint of ice cream sit in my freezer for months because I just don't need it anymore. And then there will be months where I have it a few nights or every single night for a week in a row or a couple weeks in a row. And there's nothing wrong with that either because what I'm showing myself is that these things are safe, that these things are okay, that there won't be judgment that goes with them. There won't be shame that goes with them. And when you can create that kind of space for yourself around food, then you can better approach and make food decisions in general. So you're no longer opting for the lettuce wrap instead of the wrap unless that actually sounds better. You're no longer doing the cauliflower crust instead of the real crust unless that really sounds good to you and you don't actually care one way or the other so you might as well pack in some more nutrients. That is the way to try and approach swaps. That they are a great option. They just take a different twist on the food itself. But if you're genuinely craving something, don't try and stuff a whole bunch of swaps down your throat in hopes that it will completely make it go away. The likelihood is that it won't fully satisfy that craving. So allow yourself to find a balance between enjoying the things that you truly, truly love while also making sure that you're getting a good balance of nutrients. 
So as you're kind of eating these foods and comparing them and figuring out what swaps you like, pay attention to the taste, pay attention to the recipes, kind of look around, shop around, see kind of what people are saying. You know, I tried to make cauliflower crust on my own one time and I hated it. Honestly, it was shocking how much dairy they put into that, which does upset my stomach. And I realized I was like, honestly, eating like a pizza on top of a pizza. It was the weirdest thing and I didn't enjoy it, which is why I've been very pleased with my cauliflower crust from Trader Joe's because they are dairy free or mostly mostly dairy free, I think. I read the ingredients once like months ago. I don't remember. But think about how the food tastes. Think about, is this really... Do I enjoy this? Is there a different way I could make this? You know, the zoodles. I enjoy zucchini noodles. I don't think there's anything wrong with them. I've seen one of my favorite bloggers, The Skinny Confidential. What she likes to do is she mixes zoodles with real pasta. So she's kind of getting the best of both worlds, satisfying these cravings, getting lots of nutrients, still getting her pasta fix. That's a beautiful way to approach this. That's a balanced way to approach this. What we are looking for is what is sustainable for the rest of your life. Avoiding Haagen-Dazs ice cream and eating banana ice cream for the rest of your life is highly unlikely that it's sustainable. But to truly kind of take care of yourself and get a whole bunch of nutrients, only eating Haagen-Dazs ice cream might not be the best solution. So how can you find a balance? How can you find a middle ground between both of these options? So pay attention to the taste. See how you feel about the food. Learn which swaps make sense for you and which ones just like, nah, not your thing. So be open to trying new things. Maybe Google a whole bunch of different swaps. I have a blog post on my website called um, something like how to make any meal healthier. So if you just Google my name and how to make any meal healthier or my name and food swaps, that article pops up. And I've got some great tips as well as some of my favorite food swaps. And there are tons of articles like that out there. So if you're curious about different things that you yourself could try or your family could try, just look it up and see what's out there. But be open to both sides. It is that We don't need to operate in a world of polar opposites and extremes. And there's no reason that we should be judging either position. I think what most of us need to be aiming to do is trying to find what works for us in this middle ground. And middle ground for you might look very different than middle ground for me, and that's totally fine. But fearing certain foods isn't productive. And over-glorifying certain foods that you're not enjoying at all isn't productive. So how can you Get a mix of both that actually makes you happy, that actually allows you to enjoy your food. That is the beauty of food swaps. They can be used to add more nutrients in your diet, satisfy certain cravings in maybe a healthier way, but they are not a you know mass overhaul of getting rid of all these other foods in your diet. They're just in there as part of it. They're just in there as kind of an aspect of it, a way to be creative, a way to try something new. Because honestly, if you're not trying very hard, we can end up eating a very nutrient deficient diet. So the food swaps are mainly there just to try and get you more nutrients. That's really their main purpose. We aren't created as a culture currently to go after those things. So it's almost like these swaps are just trying to get us there. They've been sort of commandeered by like the weight loss world, but they don't have to be looked at like that. 
So maybe this week, think about how you can swap out some certain foods. A really easy way is to opt in for a lettuce burger wrap thing instead of the bun. Truthfully, as a veggie burger eater, it is what I do almost every time because veggie patties are so dense that they taste 10 times better for me personally on lettuce than they do on bread. But you best believe I get fries with it. Like this isn't a, oh, I'm going to be good with my bun so I can get fries, though it kind of works out. But I genuinely prefer the flavor and I don't feel like I'm missing out. Another great swap that I love is opting for sparkling water or kombucha instead of soda or wine or juice. Um, Some other things I already kind of mentioned, your veggie noodles or um, they have all different kinds now out there, like some sort of squash noodle maybe or whole wheat pasta in lieu of just kind of normal pasta. You can also do veggie rice, brown rice, or quinoa instead of white rice, the cauliflower or whole wheat crust instead of the standard crust. There are some great things out there to try and it's worth exploring. It's worth trying out. Your body and your taste buds will thank you, maybe, if you're a decent cook and you know how to put these recipes together. But just see, see how it feels, but be open to that and try to approach it not from a place of I'm being good so I'm going to avoid these things or I can't have those things because they're bad. No, think about it as like, oh, I'm giving myself all these nutrients. I'm adding this into my diet. I'm rethinking a way that this can be made. But on those times where like only the Haagen-Dazs will do, You need to let yourself have the Haagen-Dazs shame-free and guilt-free because you're creating balance. You're creating sustainability. And that is a worthy life. That is a life you will be excited to live out because it isn't rooted in fear and stress and shame and guilt. So enjoy your food. Be open to thinking about it in a different way. Be open to trying different foods. And if you do try some different swabs, let me know because maybe there's some that I need to try. I'm very open to them. And I'm also very honest on ones that I don't like. I will make once and be like, heck no, never again. And that's okay. That happens with all types of foods. So don't get discouraged. Don't overthink it, but just be open. I hope that this kind of sheds some light on kind of the swaps. I think how, you know, they've been used in the past, how they should ideally be used, and maybe how you can start integrating them more into your diet so that you can feel better and satisfied and also kind of be eating a wider variety of foods. With that, I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it. If you have a couple of minutes, I would be eternally grateful. And otherwise, I will talk to y'all soon. Bye, guys.